Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out America's podcast. I apologize for the late start on a Monday, plus the echo that you hear because I'm at my office and there is nothing really in the office. The office is basically empty because I'm trying to get out of the lease. Uh, I will, as I always say, do my duty to pay the lease until I can find someone else to rent it. Until then, the office has nothing in it, so you'll get a very great echo. I got up late this morning. I had to run out of the house. I had to get to work. So I'm at work now, but I still wanted to do the podcast. I'm committed to doing it five days a week. Pretty soon, I might even do it an extra day a week if I if I start doing podcast pizza. Before we get to anything, let's get this out of the way. Five days a week, the podcast is done. For the most part, I do the podcast live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Periscope, a bunch of different platforms when I have the equipment to do it. Today, I don't. I just have my iPad and my phone, so we're on Facebook. You can get the podcast at anthonypaziali.com, or you can get it at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Anywhere you get a podcast, you can get my podcast. I would appreciate it if you went there and subscribed to my podcast. That's how I get credit. That's how I can monetize it. If you guys actually go and subscribe and listen, you don't have to download it. You just have to stream it on one of these podcast apps so that I can start showing credit for it. I get about 700 to 750 streams a day per episode, but it's not enough. I, I, I have to have a lot, lot more. I know this is like super bright in the background, but whatever. It is what it is. Okay. Today is Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. And I want to get into that. And I want to talk about that. I posted something on my Facebook uh, and I posted it across all my social medias um, a, a, about a, I, I'm going to mess this up. I, th- I think it's a gunner's mate third class. His name is Stanley. Uh, Co- I, you know what? Duff's going to kill me. I don't know how to say his grandfather's last name. I think it's Kozich or uh, Ko- Hold on. Let's get this right because I am a complete Todd when it comes to saying names and messing up this guy's last name is just on un- it. Cozen. Okay. He, he's Stanley Cozen, Gunner's mate, third class. He's a local guy. He's the grandfather of a listener of the show. His name is, we call him Duff. Duff is the man. He's a great American, lives out in Attleboro, was a city councilman out there. Great American. Now his grandfather was actually at Pearl Harbor when the Pearl Harbor incident happened. I, I invite you to please go to my Facebook, my Instagram, or my uh, a Twitter, and you can hear audio of Stan describing the situation that happened on December 7th, 1941. It brought me to tears. I, I, it's about five minutes long. The audio, I apologize, is not that great. But please, I, I, would, I would have put it in the podcast, but I don't have the ability to do it yet. I don't have the... the uh, you know, the editing systems and stuff like that to add it to my podcast. Go after you're done listening to this and check it out. And and then, uh, uh, listen, we'll get to stand towards the end of the podcast because as everything in my life, what comes first is spilt milk. So I have to talk about spilt milk, but before, here, like, shit. Please understand um, how, how, how much I love this country and I want to do a nice, 
little dedication and, and you know, say something really nice about these guys. But I, I, if I don't get this spilt milk the fuck out of the way, my head might explode. I've been thinking about it for like three fucking days. So I have to get it out. This weekend, what is spilt milk? I have new listeners. Spilt milk is anything that happens in your life that takes away from the real issues. For example, it's Pearl Harbor Harbor Day, and today is a day when you should take a moment and sit back and and reflect on what happened uh, on, on December 7th, 1941, and the brave men and women and everybody that served our country, you know, and how we got into World War II. But something happens in your household, like, you know, a, a, a pizza doesn't get delivered and forget it. F- fuck everything. My pizza didn't get delivered and it's a national issue. So I have to talk about that. It, it, it's, it, it fucking pisses me off to no end. So pizza problems. And we talk a lot about pizza on this program. Which is the reason that I'm going to start a, uh, a new segment on spazzing out. We'll do it. Hold on. My phone. They're, they're, this is going to drive me absolutely nuts today. My, 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 and nothing ever works on this show. Ever, ever, fucking ever. So we talk about pizza so much on the program that I've decided that I'm going to start doing podcast pizza. Podcast pizza is going to be a segment or an extension of spazzing out America's podcast where I will go and I, and I will try to find the best cheese pizza in Massachusetts. I love cheese pizza. The, 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 the segment or the podcast, podcast pizza, will be only about cheese pizza. No other fucking pizza because no other pizza matters. You know how I feel about this. Go back and listen to earlier episodes that, that state cheese pizza or something like that. And you can get my whole vibe on how I feel about cheese pizza. It, it, quite frankly, you know the rule for me is if you don't eat cheese pizza, you've given up your right to cheese pizza. Plain and simple. And I'm going to do this. Well, here is how, once the podcast gets started, here's how I'm going to rate the, the pizza. Now, first, let me get this out of the way. I, for those of you morons that are giving me shit about reviewing pizza because Dave Portnoy does it, I would say this. I, I know Dave. Dave is a great guy. His pizza reviews are great. Yes, they are very good. He did not invent the fucking pizza review. He's not the first one to ever do it. He's done it great. But for, I'll give you an example. For those of you that are like, oh, well, dude, Boston Sports does it. Yes, the, the fucking Walmart sells T-shirts. Target sells T-shirts. You could go to the mall, you could buy a T-shirt. Every news station does the sports. Every news station does the weather. Every news station does traffic. There's not just one person on the planet can review pizza. You, you know, there are 30 fucking two quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, yes. So Portnoy happens to be great at it. But I like pizza too. I have my whole entire life. And I talk about it a lot. So for me, I'm doing it. Here's my rating system on how I'm going to do it. And then we're going to get into my pizza problem. So it, it's on a system of 10 to 1. 10 being the greatest one being a piece of shit. It is very unlikely that a pizza will ever get a 10. And it's also very unlikely that a pizza will get anything lower than a three. How will I come to my number? It's simple. There are three basic things in a cheese pizza. It's very it, it, fucking simple as it gets. The crust of the dough, the dough, the crust, You could whatever they, you want to call it. Then you have the sauce and you have the cheese. The dough crust, the, the crust will get a rating from one to three. 
The sauce gets a rating from one to three. The cheese gets a rating from one to three. If your pizza, in fact, has crust, sauce, and cheese, you're already at a three. Because the, 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 the worst you can get is a one. I will, I will, you will simply just get a one if you have crust. Then you will simply get a one if you have sauce. You will simply get a one if you have cheese. Because there is no bad cheese pizza. So at worst, you will get a three. For example, I had a frozen pizza last night. You could check out my, my, uh, my social medias. And the thing was a three. It, the, the crust sucked. The sauce sucked. The cheese sucked. But because it had all three pieces of the puzzle, it gets a three. Typically, the way this would work is crust itself needs to be somewhere in the middle of crispy and somewhere in the middle of chewy. I, I don't like doughy crust. Doughy crust sucks. If you have doughy crust, you'd get a one. If you have too much crisp, listen, if you have burnt crust, you, you get a one. Wait, the, I, burnt crust is the fucking worst thing on the planet. It tastes like shit. And the assholes that like burnt crust have, must have no taste. You probably have coronavirus and no taste buds whatsoever. So it needs to be somewhere in the middle. If, if it is perfectly in the middle between chewy and crispy, you're going to get a three. If it's kind of okay, you'll get a two. I'll, I'll add, and then next you go to the sauce. If the sauce is too salty, you're, you're, you're going to get a one. If your sauce is too sweet, if it's a sweet sauce and it's too sweet, maybe you'll get a one. If your sauce tastes like pasta sauce, you'll get a one. If it tastes like marinara sauce, you'll get a one. It's fucking pizza. It's supposed to taste like pizza sauce. So if it's average, it would get a two. If it's great, it would get a three. And the cheese, you really can't fuck up the cheese. You can't. But I'll tell you how you do. For example, you don't have enough cheese. One of the, my biggest pet peeves with a pizza is the cheese. It, it must go all the way to the crust. All the way to the crust. I, can't, I hate pizza that has a ring of sauce. It goes cheese, ring of sauce, then crust. That's a, that's a sure sign of you don't have enough cheese. You don't know how to make a pizza. You therefore get a one on the cheese. Now, you can never, in my opinion have too much cheese, but there is some instances where too much cheese is, is too much. If the cheese tastes like shit and you have, you don't add more cheese to a shitty pizza. So if your cheese is, tastes just processy and salty and it's not good cheese, you're not going to get, you're going to get a one. But if it's okay cheese, you'll get a two. If it's phenomenal cheese and it'll blow you away, you get a three. Now, if you get all threes, you get a nine. Most pizzas, right? Now to get a 10, you have to have the wow factor. To get a 10, if I bite into this thing and I eat it, I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever fucking tasted in my entire life. You might get a 10, but it would be very unlikely for you to get a 10 on my scale. And it's very unlikely for you to get anything lower than a three. If you do, your pizza absolutely sucks. I will go all over Massachusetts, all over New England to find the best cheese pizza in the area, I will try to do it weekly. It will be a part of Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. I don't know if I'll have six episodes of America's Podcast a week or if I will just simply add it to the show and I'll do it five times a week and we'll add it in, okay? I will take your suggestions on where you guys think I should go for the best pizza. Speaking of pizza, I, I'm pretty pissed off. Uh, this weekend, if you want to, if you check out my social media, this weekend you'll know that I ordered uh, a pizza from Domino's Pizza. Now, before you guys get all over me, I don't personally like Domino's Pizza. If I had to rate it 
Honestly, it, it, I, I might have to give it lower than a three, but it is on. It gets a three because it has cheese, it has sauce, and it has crust. Period. You get one point for each one of those. So it's at least a three, but I don't really like it. My son, Narium, he's a kid. He still likes Domino's Pizza, and I buy it for him every weekend. 52 weekends a year, this little shit gets a Domino's Pizza. The past few weeks, I've had major issues with the franchise in Revere. I don't know who the owner is. I feel bad for the owner because he just lost a customer that buys pizza from him 52 weeks a year, over $1,000 a year in pizza at this place, and I will never buy pizza from him, probably from Domino's ever again after the response that I got from Domino's. So I reached out to Domino's. Here, let me explain to you what happened. For the past three weeks, I've had issues with, with this place. I've ordered. The order's always been late. I've ordered. They didn't come. Now, this weekend I ordered, and this was a makeup pizza. It was a pizza that was being delivered to me because they messed up before. They were going to make good on messing up. And I was cool that I'm like, this is nice of them. They're going to give me a free pizza. I don't have to spend the money. No, Joe, be happy. I ordered the pizza at $4.50. Now, I do it online so I could track it. At about $5.50, an hour later... The pizza's still not here, so I check the tracker. And I look, and it says, huh, the pizza has been delivered. So I go downstairs. I'm like, no, Joe, did you get the pizza? No, nah, Dad, I didn't get the pizza. I go outside. Maybe it's outside somewhere. Maybe they left it outside. No, nope, no pizza. So I call. I talk to the lady. And I say, hey, how you doing? And I'm trying to be nice and courteous. I, said, I ordered a pizza about an hour ago, and I understand that it's bad weather out, and it's snowing, and just checking on it. She, she re- reiterates what I just said. Yes, you know, they're having trouble getting there. And I said, okay, but there's a problem. The app says it's been delivered. So I want to make sure that it hasn't been delivered to somebody else. She says, you know what? Let me look into it. I'll get back to you. Half hour goes by. She still doesn't get back to me. So I say, you know what? I'm going to call. I'm sure there's a lot going on. I get on with the phone with the lady. And I say, hey, hey, it's Anthony calling from, uh, you know, in Revere, just checking up on that pizza. She says, she says to me, she says, oh, you know, first off, I understand that she never ever calls me back. I have to call her back. It is now an hour and a half since I've ate ate the pizza and I'm literally infuriated. I don't want to hear any excuses about why my fucking pizza has not been delivered. So she gets, she starts giving me the song and dance about the pizza, uh, about the, the travel time because it's snowing. And then she says, unfortunately, we're not able to deliver that pizza. We can make you a new one. And we'll get it over there in about an hour. And I, I get pissed, you know. And she's talking to me, though, in, in a cunty tone. I, I can hear her tone. And, and I wanted to jump to the telephone. And I wanted, to, I wanted to take a pizza and slap her in the face with it. So she could feel my frustration. So I says to her, I go, listen, we don't want to wait another hour for the pizza. My family is trying to do something nice for me for my birthday this weekend. Where they have a cake and everybody else has, eat, has already eaten except for my son. And we wanted to wait for my son to have his pizza so that we can do my cake. This is now messed up. She's, she gets all, all, all bitchy about it. And I ask her, I go, can I speak to the manager? She says she's the manager. I did. I almost died laughing. I'm like, oh, this is great. This pile of shit is the manager. So I, I asked her if, if they could figure something out to getting the pizza there sooner. She said no, 
the weather is, is, is a problem. So I said to her, I said, fine, do me a favor. Put the pizza in the oven. Because I live like 15 minutes from the place, right? I said, fine, put the pizza in the oven. I will drive there. I'll be there in five minutes and I'll drive home in five minutes. And I will be back and forth in less than a half hour. Set it straight to her to prove to you that it will not take an hour for you to get my pizza here. She fucking hung up on me. She hung up. It's disgusting. She hung up on me. The manager of this fucking restaurant hung up on me, therefore dusting a a, a good... Bro, I've been ordering from this place for like five years. $5,000 in pizza. Bye. See you later. Guess you don't care about that, Mr. Franchisee owner. You should throw fucking fireworks up in front of my house. Like this is the this guy buys more pizza than anybody in Revere from my shop, and we just I would fucking rip that manager's ass. I'd put that bitch out on the street faster than you could fucking blink. As you can tell, I'm upset about it. So, anyways, I'm not satisfied. I have to take it deeper. I reach out to corporate. I have to, I need satisfaction immediately on two levels. One, I got to get in touch with the franchisee owner so I can tell this boob that his business is tanking while he sits back and thinks he's tra-la-la enjoying the holiday season. His business is absolutely going under because he has employees that don't give a fuck and don't respect the sanctity of pizza because it's not just food. Pizza is not just food. I will get into this. So I finally, I get someone at corporate. And I, I reach out to them, and even the corporate guy could, get, could care less. I'm so sorry that this happened. He says, let me get you a free pizza. I said, bud, this is the free pizza. You've already sent me a free pizza. But then I just got aggravated, and I said, you know what? I know you don't care, and this isn't a you problem. I told him straight up, I said, sir, this isn't a you problem. This is an American problem. This is a lazy-ass American problem. I told him straight up. I go, I guess the red, white, and blue colors of Domino's represents the new America of lazy-ass people that don't take any pride in their work and don't give a fuck about people or the money that they have to make so that they can buy the pizza. I told the guy, I go, do you know how long, how much of my life it takes to get $20 so that I can buy a pizza from you guys and do it 52 weeks a year. Yeah, it's 52 fucking hours a week, a year out of my life. It's an entire week of work so that I can buy pizza for the year from your company. But I'm guessing no one at Domino's cares about that. I'm guessing you guys don't think about that. I'm guessing you don't give a fuck how hard I work and I just want a damn pizza for my son. No, you don't. You don't care. 100% you do not give a shit. Then I had to explain to the man, I go, by the way, you know what the problem is with your company and with Domino's? You guys don't understand that it's more than just pizza. It's not just food. Pizza is a destination. Pizza is an event. Families plan their week around pizza day. Families do, hey, we're going to decorate the Christmas tree. Let's get pizza. Hey, we're going to watch the Patriots game. Let's get pizza. Hey, we're going to uh, rake the fucking leaves. Let's get pizza. We're going to do this. Let's get pizza. We're going to fucking masturbate for five hours. Let's get pizza. Everybody plans events, birthday parties, Christmas parties, New Year's Eve, funerals, bro. Funerals. After someone dies, you get pizza. Fucking pizza. Death and pizza. It brings People together. And if they don't get their pie, it ruins things. So now, my son didn't get his pizza. 
It absolutely fucked up the night. He was upset. I felt bad for the little guy. We're trying to do a birthday cake for me. He's starving. Now the kid, only thing the kid has to eat is a Carvel ice cream, which if the only thing that I had left on the planet to eat was a Carvel ice cream, I'd be happy, but he doesn't fucking like ice cream cake. So the whole night gets messed up. We were supposed to do cake around 6. We do cake around 8.30 at night. It's not just a pizza. It's a family gathering. It's a coming together of people to enjoy food and conversate and talk about the day and talk about the week, get together, learn about, hey, son, what'd you do? Talk to my daughter. How was your week? What did you do at school this week? Getting information from your kids, having fun, telling jokes, having a drink, you name it. The American culture is built around cheese pizza. 90% of the things that we do at gatherings is always fucking pizza. So it's not just a food. It is literally a culture. It is literally, it, it 100% is a staple of American society. And for these people at Domino's to think, eh, fuck this guy. He ain't going to get his pizza. It's like a big fuck you to everybody in America that works hard. Drives me absolutely nuts. Insane. And it's shameful. And it's exactly where the United States of America is going. No one cares anymore, has any pride in their work, has any care for somebody else. No one takes a second to think what your service means to somebody else. No one. It's as simple as the nails at Home Depot. The the, the Home Depot, when they sell nails, no one's thinking that this guy is going to buy nails and he's about to build something special. He's going to construct something. They just, eh, here's a fucking piece of metal. I think about that with, with, with Take Junk. When I'm removing junk from somebody's house, I I do it with care. And I know that sounds stupid, but nine out of 10 times, I'm throwing out people's memories. I'm chucking out shit, yes, that they don't want anymore. But while I'm throwing it out, it's the bureau that their grandfather built. So I nice, I don't fucking chuck it up on the goddamn, in the dumpster. I place it up there. I'm throwing out family pictures. I'm throwing out their kids' toys. Their kids are now old, so now the old toys. Maybe I'm getting rid of the couch that that the guy remembers banging his fucking wife on. I don't know. Whatever it is, I treat it like it's a memory. Like I give a shit. In my head, I don't care. In my head, I'm like, God damn it, I just want to rip this fucking thing up here. But I respect people. I respect what they're trying to do. I, I respect their vision and their hard work that they had to put in so that they could pay for my service. And I expect the same in my pizza. I expect the same. I expect, here's what I want. Here's what I fucking want. And I don't, you know what? Dude, if your pizzas are three like Domino's and it tastes like shit, it's fine. But I want good customer service. I want to be respected for the money that I'm giving you. I want you to understand and you should know that this guy buys pizza here 52 weeks a year. He's done it for the last five years, $5,000 in pizza. They should have a goddamn fucking picture of me framed in corporate for the amount of fucking dominoes I buy. And I get shit on. It's disgusting and it pisses me off. All right, I have to move. <clears throat> we have to move on. I got to go to work. I'm, I'm already here. All right. All right. <sighs> I got to calm down. It really pisses me off. But podcast pizza... We'll start uh, probably later this week. I'm going to do a different uh, local. We're going to do a different local um, pizza place. And I'll do it live. We'll, we'll do it on Facebook. And, I, and I'll record it for the podcast and, and all that stuff. I just have to calm down for a second. I'm really, it really, it just, it, it, it upsets me because it's not about the pizza, guys. 
It's just not. It, it's about the, where the American worker and the American culture is going and people just don't care anymore. And it's really upsetting to me. You know, speaking of, of a time when people did care, why don't we get back to the, the, the greatest generation, a, a generation of great American heroes that would have done anything uh, to protect this country and to keep us all safe and did. Uh, they, 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 they enlisted and willingly were drafted and went at, you know, at, at ages and lied about their ages to join the military. Um, you know, today is uh, Pearl Harbor. Remember, remember, I can't even get it out. I'm so mad about the pizza is Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day it, for a quick second, guys. Uh, uh, let, let's just take a quick moment. Um, let's pause for a second to re- reflect on the fact that my fucking pizza was messed up. No, <laughs> let's take a second uh, to pause in, in honor of um, the 2,400 and I, I want to say three uh, people that were lost on uh, Pearl Harbor Day and the many more that have been that have given their lives in service of this great country. Let's just pause for a second. We're so lucky to live in the United States of America, such a great country where the American dream uh, exists and still exists and opportunity is there for anybody if you're willing to work hard. But we're even more lucky and fortunate that we have such great men and women that are willing to give up their lives, to give up their families and you know, give up pizza. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I know it sounds like I'm joking on that, but they give up the normals. They give up the normals in life to fight for our country. Um, they give up the normals and in and, and life to protect us, to keep us free, to ensure that the American dream lives on, to protect the Constitution and do whatever it takes to make sure the red, white, and blue is still waving high. <clears throat> make sure that I can sit here and do this podcast and you can listen to it. On this day, December 7th, 1941, um, as you guys know, the, 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 the sneak attack from um, Japan on, on Pearl Harbor, this is when the United States ended up joining World War II the next day. Two, 2,400 plus uh, American Navy, um, you know, it's pretty sad, soldiers, uh, they died. Unfortunately, it, it, it's, it's a terrible, I, I don't even, when I talk about these things, it, it, even though it happened so long ago, it, it's still very upsetting to me. And anytime there is loss of life in general, it's upsetting, but it's even more upsetting that what that these people were willing to do for us. And because of them, they go on, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, they were guys that were at Pearl Harbor that continued to fight in the war. Like this guy, Stanley, um, I want to say his name right. Uh, Stanley Cousin, who is a uh, a gunner's uh, mate, third class. He was in Hawaii. He was at Pearl Harbor. He witnessed everything that happened. He uh, gruesomely witnessed uh, people, bodies and bombs going off and ships exploding. Um, I I posted audio of an interview uh, from him on Facebook, Instagram, and on my Twitter. It's about five minutes long. I I would ask you if you would go and take a listen to it. It's it's pretty heart wrenching. It, it brought me to tears. It's very compelling to listen to, and it helps you get into that mindset of what these 
great American heroes had to go through and then the ones that decided to stay and continue on and fight in the war to protect us is absolutely outstanding and amazing. Now, now Stanley had passed away back in 2016. He, he's a local guy. He has family from Attabar, one of the listeners of the show, Duff, passed this audio along to me and I asked him if I could share it with you guys. I can't play it on the podcast, so you're going to have to go to my social media to, ch- to check it out. Uh, I don't have the ability to play it yet, but it's, it's absolutely moving and it's everything we, we, we must Never forget what these guys did for us. We can never forget that. We need to take the time to thank our service men and women. We need to take the time to be thankful for what they did. And we need to remember that we're lucky enough that they're willing to do and give their lives so that we can go about our our day, so that we can worry about our spilt milk. I know it seems so average and it seems so normal for us to just go on about our every day, but we don't think about the dangers of the world because of these people. So thank you guys so much for everything you do. I love this country. We appreciate you. We love you. For, for the families that have, have lost somebody to something like Pearl Harbor that's just so horrific, I, there is nothing, nothing I can say or nothing I can do that can show the gratitude that me and my family and anybody that listens to this podcast can show. There's nothing we can give you in turn for what your family has given us. I, 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 there's honestly, nothing I can say will equal the weight of what your family member has done for us. Thank you so much. God bless America. Everybody have a good day.